once. I'm not angry. Dear Stuart, this is my angry letter to you. I am not someone who really gets angry, and anger is too strong a word for what I want to say to you. But I am definitely annoyed, and it might not be with you that I'm annoyed. What you did last year was a bitter blow. I'm angry with myself. I've tried so many times over the years to find you, and I'm so angry that I didn't try harder. I think I did feel upset with you over the years that you were not on any social media, or at least that I never found you. I can't really be angry with you about that, as I also really respect people who don't submit to it. I think my anger goes back much further, to the summer of 1987 to be precise. Who I feel angry with from that period has changed significantly in the past year. I was angry with both of us for not doing things together in those summer holidays. Then I was angry with you for not coming back to school. And then I was angry with whatever was causing you not to be able to come back to school. Then I was angry with you for not being able to tell me what it was. Then I was angry with the ambiguity of the explanation I was given. What did suffering with your nerves even mean? I'm angry with myself for just accepting it and not wanting to at least dig a little deeper to try to understand what it meant. I'm angry with the polite culture of our South of England upbringing that taught us to view certain subjects as a bit of a taboo. And I'm angry with myself for accepting euphemistic expressions like his nerves to be a go-no-further signal. I'm angry with you for not coming to the door when I came to your house. I'm angry with myself for being too shy and awkward to keep trying. I don't really know what was happening in your life and in your mind all those years ago to know why you were feeling as you were. I don't know whether it was the things that happened at school or whether it was something internal. I'm angry that I don't know. I'm angry with the bullies we had in our school who did make us feel anxious and especially the journeys each day on the coach. I'm angry with the school for not having a better grip on bullying and for the way the coach drivers manage the daily travel. I'm angry with the school for showing us that shocking video about bullying in which a boy got murdered. I found that very disturbing. And as it was shown not long before you stopped coming to school, I'm angry that it might have added to whatever you were feeling. Then in October last year, when I found out that you'd walked into a forest four months earlier and hung yourself, I was angry with you again and everyone else mentioned above for allowing it to come to this. I was angry with myself for not making sure I got to enjoy your friendship for the previous 30 years. I was angry with you for not seeking me out. It takes two. I'm angry with you for not leaving a note to say why you had decided to end it. I'm angry with whatever it is that led you to feel that the camel's back had been broken by a final straw. I'm angry with the camel and the straw. I'm angry that it was so easy to find out about your death and yet it had been so hard to find out about your life. However, as the months have passed and I've come to terms with the fact that you've gone and that a chance of a reunion is over, I've gone over most of the things I was angry with in the past and I realised that for most of these 30 years I wasn't angry towards the one thing that is culpable for most of the things that have not been good. 
One of the reasons I didn't see anything of you in that summer is because I was part of a high-control religion, as you know, and even though I was only 15 at the time, I felt the need to spend most of my summer holidays knocking on people's doors to talk about the Bible. A summer holiday stolen, and even more significantly, a friendship stolen. It doesn't stop at the time. We were taught that friendship with the world is enmity with God. According to those beliefs, you were in that world, and I didn't want to be an enemy of God. I'm even more angry with myself for accepting the religion so easily and so blindly, and for allowing it to dominate every aspect of my life for all these years. After all this anger, though, which it feels very good to have expressed, it is not anger, I feel. It is simply sadness. And once the sadness eases, which it does, because I'm not a person who embraces sadness and allows it to take over, I find that it has been replaced by appreciation. I now look back and treasure every moment of the time we spent together. I am grateful to you for the confidence you gave me. I'm so grateful for the many firsts I experienced with you, especially going abroad for the first time without our parents. I have spent years living abroad, and it was those formative moments that inspired this wonderful aspect of my life. I'm so grateful to Sue Townsend for writing The Secret Diary of Adrian Mole, aged 13 and three quarters, because that book inspired me to start writing a diary when I was 13 and three quarters. In my diary, I have found so many details of our friendship, and I discovered that I had even written down the day that I met you. Not only that I met you that day, but to quote my diary, I made a new friend today. I don't think I've ever written down the commencement of any other friendship. Through your death, I have also got to know your sister, and I've been able to learn so much about your life that I didn't get to share. I've learned about so many moments of happiness you had, about how much you were loved, and about how kind you were to so many people. I have missed you for over 34 years, but I thank you for the great times we had, and for being the most significant friendship of my teenage years. I'm not angry. I am impoverished by your loss, but I will remember you until my dying day. With love and gratitude, John. You have been listening to I Am Not Angry, written and performed by John Harper. Once is curated by me, Florence Hood, and our credits music is by Ben Hood. Our audio supervisor is Kat Soloviev. Thanks to Naomi Hopkins and Eleanor Whiteley for help with our scripts. To find out more about us and our contributors, head over to at OnceFictionPod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also support us on Patreon, Go to patreon.com forward slash oncefictionpod to make a pledge and get access to bonus content. Goodbye.